We're joined now by Memorial Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Raj Govindaya. Uh, he joins us to have a, a good conversation about uh, where we're at in this overall pandemic uh, and uh, maybe uh, hear some things about how the community can help out. Uh, so, Doctor, thanks for taking time with us this morning. And I guess let's uh, let's start where, uh, you know, we see headlines of uh, medical capacity coming to, uh, uh, you know, uh, very close with, with uh, peak capacity. Uh, where are we at with Memorial Medical? and uh, its uh, its hospital operations all throughout the area. Yeah, Greg, uh, thanks for the opportunity. Glad to be here. As you know, Memorial Health System has five hospitals across central Illinois, and our service area is over 40 counties. Um, and uh, COVID-19 has posed a unique challenge uh, in, in that uh, at one point uh, about uh, last week or about 10 days ago, one in three patients in Memorial Health System in the hospital uh, had COVID-19. And so this place is a huge, huge uh, strain on our entire healthcare workforce. And that's why you hear reports about there not being enough hospital capacity. And I want to make sure people understand what we're talking about with hospital capacity. We tend to think of it as things or places we need to put patients, like a room or a device like a ventilator. The biggest limitation on capacity are not things, it's people. It's human beings, nurses, doctors, respiratory therapists, phlebotomists, nurse aides. It is people to provide that care. And so when we talk about capacity, the state of Illinois is asking every health system, every hospital in the state to update their capacity numbers twice a day. And they want, they ask us a question, how many people do you have available to take care of patients in the next four hours? And so that's why you see the capacity change because, you know, uh, I might be able to be called in to go and take care of patients, but it might take more than four hours for me to get there. Uh, and so uh, that's, that's why you see that number about capacity. I will say that uh, we're able to provide care to COVID patients and non-COVID patients, but, man, healthcare workers are tired. Uh, we've been at imagine. this now since, yeah. since it's March. It's 10 months, right. And, and, and they're tired. Yeah, no doubt about it. We're talking with Memorial Medical's Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Raj Govindaya, here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. And I want to talk a little bit about how the community can help uh, in this in this capacity issue. Of course, uh, you know, wash your hands, wear a mask, socially distance, do what you can to not go to uh, social gatherings and, and so on. But um, when it comes to the staffing issue, what can the community do uh, to step up and, and help out where, where they can? Yeah, we are... Well, first of all, I, I think reiterating all of those personal responsibilities that you talked about, uh, staying at home if you're sick, wearing a mask, uh, don't cough on people, all of those normal social uh, niceties. What can we do in healthcare? Well, we are hiring and hiring right now people to help on nursing units. So if you're a nurse, we'll hire you. Uh, if you are not a nurse, you still have a role to play. So what are we looking for? We're looking for nursing techs. We're looking for uh, individuals. We call them safety monitors. They help on the floor. We're looking for phlebotomists. So we're looking for people with 
formal medical training and quite honestly, people that we will train ourselves because uh, they can help. Well, and if they if if somebody's listening to this right now and saying, you know what, um, I've been on the sidelines too long, I want to step up and help where I can. They don't have a medical degree of anything along those lines. Um, how can they uh, help out uh, by calling a Memorial and uh, setting up and applying for jobs? Where where can people find those listed Absolutely. jobs? They can go. They can go to our website, choosememorial.org, and uh, look at our open job uh, job opportunities. Uh, but many people in healthcare start doing something like being a phlebotomist or being a nursing aide, and then they go, huh, let me go back to school with help, often from the employer, uh, and they go and they get an associate degree in nursing and then a bachelor's degree in nursing and then uh, become an advanced practice nurse. We see it happen every day, and uh, we're th- that's a long-term strategy, a long-term way we we help create a nursing and healthcare workforce in this area, but you have to start somewhere, and uh, why not start today? And all of this, of course, while we uh, still patiently wait for a vaccine that really has come at record time with the uh, pharmaceutical industry uh, moving at uh, breakneck, breakneck, breakneck speed, I should say, uh, to get this thing available, um, and we're, we're close to it. Uh, what's Memorial's role going to be in that ongoing um, uh, distribution of vaccines throughout uh, uh, early next year? Every hospital has a role to play, as we have all gotten very familiar with the regions in our state. Uh, Each region has a regional coordinating hospital that uh, helps the state organize this. That hospital then sends uh, the materials, uh, and they've done this several times now. It was personal protective equipment, ventilators, uh, even drugs like remdesivir. Now it'll be vaccines. They send them throughout uh, the region. Uh, Often the state determines that uh, in terms of uh, the the disease activity in certain areas. And you heard Governor Pritzker uh, say he was going to prioritize certain areas over others uh, on Friday. But we'll receive the vaccine and we are standing up plans to vaccinate healthcare workers first and foremost. That's what we've been asked to do. And I think at the very top of the program, you mentioned uh, healthcare workers and long-term care facility residents have been prioritized first. That CDC committee, that group, has not decided who should go next. Uh, but we think we think it'll be uh, other essential workers, uh, EMS, firefighters, police, uh, people working grocery stores, uh, and and uh, individuals with with high-risk conditions. So. Uh, well, I also saw something, and again, it, it, yeah, and it's not necessarily uh, solidified yet for phase 1B, uh, but I also saw right. uh, educators could be uh, in that category as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're talking with Memorial Chief Medical Officer Dr. Raj Govindaya here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, greatly appreciate him taking time this morning to give us uh, an update on on what's going on with COVID-19. Um, so we talked about the employment issues and how uh, even people without medical uh, education can be involved to a degree. And you guys do have some job app, uh, availability at Memorial for those, but also for, for nursing staff, people who are looking to get back into it and have a degree they can 
uh, or certificate uh, certificate they can uh, get involved as well um the vaccine of course on the way but what else should people know uh about uh you know the, the overall issue of their own health uh because we've heard early on with the the uh, prohibition of uh, elective medical procedures during the stay-at-home order that's been lifted for months do we still have concerns about how uh, the the individual is maintaining their own health uh, when it comes to screenings and uh, making sure that they get in front of their doctor and share any problems they may have uh, about their health? Are we seeing that, uh, that, that reluctance still kind of out there, or are people uh, making sure that they get in and, and get their checkups? There still is some reluctance, uh, and I, I think that's understandable. Uh, should I go out? Is it safe to go out? Uh, is the doctor's office safe? All of those things. What we know is that when we turned off everything back this spring, there were people who did not have COVID who did not get care, and those people uh, were harmed. So we're not going to shut down everything unless we're in a total crisis. But we are balancing things on a day-to-day basis. If our capacity, if we get full, we're going to delay some things that can be delayed. But we are here to provide care for urgent medical needs, and we'll continue to do all of those things. And your physicians in the outpatient setting, they're there for you, too. You still need your diabetes checks, your, your blood pressure checks, your annual health care visits. You still need all of that. Everyone should get a flu shot. Everyone who can get a flu shot should get a flu shot. Uh, I got mine uh, several months ago. My entire family's been uh, vaccinated. It is the single most effective thing you can do to protect yourself in this environment. If you get the flu, uh, it will be harder for you to get care compared to years past because we will also have COVID. Definitely things and, people uh, need to keep a reminder. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Dr. Raj Govindaya, thank you so much for taking time with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed, and we'll touch base with Memorial Medical Center in the future, all right? Thank you, Greg. My pleasure.